You are listening to the weekly podcast of True Praise Family Worship Center in Miami Gardens, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. That you have protected us. We thank you, God, that you've kept us in perfect peace and you've kept our minds stayed on you. And so, Father, we come to endure because your word declares that the hour at we've gathered together for the express purpose to worship you. And we say you are valid. Not just because of what you've done, we worship you for who you are. We praise you for what you've done. There is another. And Father, in the good, in the Your train filled the temple. Be glorified today. In Jesus. Glory to God. The Lord give it to you. You may be seated. There is none of that, so we exalt him. Encouragers, you see up here, you see Joe DiMaggio's children. To Joe DiMaggio for children uh, who are going through various trials and tasks and things. And so they're requesting, you heard the request and the announcement, different things that they are asking. is also in the group man group me is also uh, on on social media and I want to we we do it unto the least of them we do it unto the Lord Amen. and so uh, the Bible says who shall live to the poor give it to the Lord and so we want to be a blessing and so if you can As Keisha Williams, amen, or Sister Dory, and see them and give them uh, a donation, then they'll go get it for, for you. Because oftentimes, as the people of God, we think our only obligation is to give in the household of faith. But the truth of the matter is, God. get to them through you. Uh, we, we sing the song years ago, Lord, I'm available to you. And we're telling God, God, if you know you gave me my hand so I can reach out. See them if you're not going to go yourself.
in a society now where people have come to the place where their hearts are hardened toward. They forgot to even how to deal with each other. And so to have children who have a heart of compassion. Their mouths of compassion. Because what they'll start to say to people in the church don't care, watch with them. Most of us, most of us, probably all of us—they don't need another pair of shoes. They don't need nothing here. Amen. Do me a favor. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, be a blessing. Be a So I'm going to say it to you again. And blessing, I will bless you. In other words, so if you want your blessing to be on the way, Bill, do me a favor one more time. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, be a blessing. and give them some money so they can go get it. Also, don't forget this week, starting tomorrow, keep in mind that we are parking in this lot over here so that you have easy access to come in. We're going to park in this lot. We can just come directly uh, in. It means we're going to be talking and praying. So if the doors are open at 7, because I've discovered a long time ago, heard this when I was younger, uh, Catherine Cooper used to say the same thing. Anybody that really wants God going to be there on time. And so our desire for God has to shift to a place just as just as if we are passionate by getting our job on time because we're afraid of the supervisor who's not really the person in charge. As quiet as it kept, God is still in control. Amen. So uh, that same we have that, that same desire and passion towards the things of God that we will get on time. So 730 the doors will be locked. Amen. And we pray that you will come. Amen. And if you don't come, God to God still be the glory. But those who don't come, we're going to try to get something from God. Yeah, I believe there's some people that and maybe it's just me. I said this to Lisa this morning. I think I'm involving in my mindset when it comes to the Last night, I went to a church service last night, and although the preacher was a 
one, just your hoop don't impress me no more. with something tangible to say I can apply this in my life. who in this hour, who are really hungry for God. I don't know if that people are in here today, but, but there's some people who are really hungry for God. Because when you become hungry for God, amen, there is a, a desire in you. Just coming and doing, getting three points and doing three steps and doing a flip and a turn around and a run around the track. Worship because I believe that's one of the components that is missing among us as the people of God that we we've not tapped into. Becomes real. We we we. We have only tapped to a place of praise. But what God is trying to take us is to a place where we worship. Now, now here, here, because, because as quiet as it is kept, praise and worship aren't the same. Okay? Praise leads you into, should lead you into worship. But most of us get stuck in praise. Because all our life, that's all we've been told to do. But the truth is that that praise is a command. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here, here's what he hey, so, so, so the mere fact that I have a pulse. Do, do, do me a favor. Could you grab your arm real quick? You need your medical lesson. See, if you if you feel a beat, yeah. if you feel in the beat, and he says, then you ought to praise. Because you got a pulse, you ought to praise. So, so praise is simply saying, because I'm alive, you've given me life. Is birthed out of not because of my life, it's because of who you are. He says, he says to me, he says, I know you. But he says, at the same time, you got to worship me because I value you. You do me a favor, tell your neighbor, God values you. Here's the problem with what God began to speak to me this week, Elder Mary. He, he told me, he says, some don't worship me because they don't value themselves. And when you don't see value in who you are in me, you can't worship. You, you, you got to know who you are in him because when you know who you are in him, it adds value to who you are and so because I'm valuable, he's valuable. And because he is valuable, I'm valuable. Could you do me a favor? Tell your neighbor, because my God is valuable. I'm valuable. 
Because, 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 hear me, not going to get to a text real quick, because, because what you are connected to can determine your value. Across the street, across the street, I looked up, I looked up uh, about a month or so ago, I looked up uh, the property value of the home I live in. And, and, and in this economy, uh, current value, uh, according to this economy, my house is worth over $400,000 in, in this economy. Unfortunately, that's 100 or something, but they say it's worth 400 or something. I'm saying, wow. Get out of there, but anyway. Um, um, so, 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 uh, but where are you gonna go? Because the house is cost so much right now. But, 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 but then I, 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 I went in the same system um, where they gave me my house value, and there's a house across the street. That that the same house across the street, y'all all growing up looking crazy, and it don't have the same value. And, and so I looked to the house next to it and see its price. And notice its price wasn't too much better than the last price. I got to figure out why they crossed the street, but their values aren't the same. I haven't put nothing into it. Because the reason why the value is not the same, because the house next to it is a mess. And so because of the house that's connected to them is a mess, it brings their property value down. And, and so because what you connected to oftentimes can determine your value, y'all missed it. What are you trying to say? Because I'm connected to him. And tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm valuable. I'm valuable. And, and because I'm valuable, I, I attribute value to the God that I'm connected to. And the problem with a whole lot of us is that we don't have a proper value system of God. My God. Some of us, God, God, our perspective of God uh, is, is, is low. Our perspective of God, understand, will determine how we honor and worship Him. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't have a good perspective of God, you won't worship Him from a proper perspective. Come on. If you don't have a good perspective of yourself, you won't worship Him from a proper perspective. If God is only a figment of your imagination, then that's how you will respond to Him. My God. If God is just a religious deity to you, then that's how you gonna worship Him. But but when God is real to you, come on, Bishop. Problem, problem has become what a whole lot of us we have we we have a God of our imagination, but we don't have a reality of our God. Come on, Bishop. Could you do me a favor and tell your neighbor he's real? He's he's real. I, I know I know we sing the song, but we don't actually believe. For a lot of us, God is just a figment of imagination. He is somewhere out there. But the truth of the matter, he should be locked up in here. My God. So so y'all missing again. If he's if he's locked up in here, yes. that just brought up my value. Come on now. Okay, let me show you. See, let, me, let me see who 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 you are in, in God. I'm gonna get to the text real quick. Uh, uh, so we must understand throughout the Bible, God speaks of how He views us and how He sees us. And so when we recognize how God sees us, that's how we all see ourselves. And when we start seeing ourselves as He sees us, then we'll start worshiping according. John, John 1 and 12 uh, uh, teaches us, and I'm going to discuss this scripture, y'all show me right now. John 1 and 12, first of all, tells us we are the children of God. Yes. 
uh, um, John 15 and 15 says that we are friends of God. Come on. Uh, Romans 8 37 tells us that we are more than conquerors. Uh, Colossians, Colossians 3 and 12 tells us we are chosen and dearly beloved. Galatians 3 and 13 says that we are the redeemed. Ephesians 1 and 18 says that we are saints. And Revelation 1 and 6 says that we are kingdom priests. So, so my worship of God ought to be birthed out of one of those particular places because that's who I am in Him. But when you do not know who you are in him, it becomes difficult because most of us, you are watching it from a place of saying, I ain't nobody. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> uh, uh, and I, 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 I understand um, um, some of the things that we were, we were saying and we've said for years as the people of God, we said it out, out of a false sense of humility. Look at me, a false sense of humility. Um, um, most of us, you grew up, you, you know the song. How many, how many of y'all know the song? I'm just a nobody. Yes. Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And we sang that song supposedly out of a place of humility. But but most of us, I, I can't speak y'all, excuse me. I, I don't feel like I'm a nobody. I'm somebody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And so it was a false sense of humility because when you recognize who you are in him, then you start worshiping from that place. But when you don't recognize who you are in him, then you worship from a place of beggary. You worship from a place of low estate. Let's... Most of the time, when when you see people who pay, how do you feel? When you see people that pay, and if you be honest with yourself, it, it don't it don't make you it don't take you to a place of of, of compassion. Y'all, y'all church folk, I know me. I can't go get a job. Yeah, yeah, you, that, that's that, that's in your attitude because because from a begging place, you look at them almost like, oh, they're me. Huh? Huh? Well, let me ask you a question. How how you think God feels when you come to Him from a begging element? You you come to him and he's saying you're a king and priest. You 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 you're the redeemed. You you're my children. You're even even the prodigal son had enough sense to go back home and his dad said no 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 don't come back here looking like no beggar. He, he says you you despite what you go through you must always remember who you are. And here's what you must understand that I don't worship him from a place of beggary. I worship him from a place of sonship. I worship him from a place of being his child. I worship him as a heir of Christ, a joint heir. So, so how you how you see yourself will impact how you worship him. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, how do you see you? Here's it, the dilemma. Here's the dilemma. You, 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 you've been seeing you based on what life has taken you through. But you've got to learn to see you how he sees you. 
So when I start seeing me how he sees me, then I start operating or worshiping from a different perspective. Let, let's let's go today and, and talk about one of these places. How 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 uh, uh, God sees you. So do me a favor that God sees me. God sees my value. That's why He wants me to worship. Okay, uh, uh, we can go to First Peter. First Peter uh, two five through nine is what we're gonna stop our point of reason, and, and I'm not gonna get to it all today. Uh, um, but I, I just want to start here. First Peter five and First Peter. I mean, First Peter two five through nine. First Peter two five through nine. Ye also, mm -hmm. as lively stones, uh -huh. are built up a spiritual house. First of all, here, here what he says. God says, I'm building you as a spiritual house. Read sex. And holy priesthood. Here what God says. Here's what God says about you. I'm building you to be a holy house. I'm building you to be a priesthood. Read. To offer up spiritual sacrifices. Here's what God says. I'm building you. Spiritual sacrifice means worship. God says, I am building you to be a spiritual house so that you can be an example of worship everywhere you go. God is building you. He wants you. He wants you to understand who you are and read the text. Acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. I read. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture... Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, uh -huh. elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Read. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient. Mm -hmm. The stone which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner. How about Jesus? Read. And a stone of... Whereunto also are they were appointed. Mm -hmm. But ye are a chosen generation. Hear the text. You may favor tell you there's a neighbor. God chose you. He says, You are a chosen generation. God made choice of you. Here is the power of God making choice of me. He had all information about me, but he still chose. Say a word. He did not choose you based on your strength. God chose you based on your weakness. Wow. Hallelujah. How y'all looking? Because most of us, if we were choosing the team, you gonna choose folk who got skills. You gonna choose. You gonna choose folk who you know without a shadow of a doubt can get the job done. If, if I'm going to choose a basketball team, I, I ain't choosing short people. Mm. Choosing everybody who, who's tall. If I'm, I'm going to choose a football team, I'm joking with, with Gina just a minute ago. I asked her uh, about, about, about Jamal. And I said, Gina, what, what size shirt Jamal wear? She said, oh, Bishop, he wear an uh, extra large. I said, oh, that's the same size I wear. So, but we are built alike, so I... <laughs> You know, I don't know. But, but, but if I was going to choose somebody on my football team, I'm going to choose somebody with a particular makeup and build. Because in my mind, I'm choosing a winning team. And your being.
chosen generation. Do me a favor, tell me, but God chose me. See, I, I don't think I don't think the saints really get it when we talk about God making choice of us. That God could have chosen anybody else, but He chose you. This is more than a regular man choosing you. I know you were happy when your boot chose you, but this is better than your boot choosing you. This is God choosing you. He made choice of me. Many are called. I'm so glad I read the Bible. But only a few chosen. Could you, could you just tell your neighbor again, I'm, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. I'm chosen. It's y'all on y'all still ain't got it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being chosen by God walk the way you walk, I'm chosen. Why, why you act the way you act? Because I'm chosen. He says, he says, don't, don't come with this old beggarly mindset that I'm just, I'm just glad to be in the No, 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 no. I'm chosen to be in this number. Read the text. You, you are chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Next of all, he says, you are a royal priesthood. Okay, okay. I'm not just a priesthood. Royal. <laughs> historically, historically, throughout all of time, the highest position in any and every nation has always not been to be the king, but to be the priest. But the priest, yes. Okay. Do, do your research. Because, because, guess who the king go to for advice? Y'all don't get it. You, 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 you don't recognize that you bigger than the CEO of the job because you priest. You, 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 you bigger than the president because you the priest. When I want, I want y'all to hear me. In every nation, even in this day and time, in every nation, every president, every king has a spiritual council. Yes, they do. They have a priest. They have somebody they go to to say, what God say? I know, I know, I know you, don't, you don't see it on CNN, you don't, you don't see it on the news, you don't, but, but, but that's how it operates. So, so the priest has always been the highest office in every nation. And God says, I chose you and I made you a priest. His problems. You a priest and don't know you a priest. <laughs> you got an answer and don't know you have answers. But notice what kind of priest he says. He says you are a royal. Okay. Okay. So come on now. A royal priest. Sign as a priest in the earth that you would minister unto God. I said, "Holler! I'm a royal priesthood." 
and in your spirit. That you are a royal priesthood. You are more than just average. You're not just some average believer. You're not just a church goer. You Who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light? He says, "Listen, you, you, are, you are a priest with an assignment. I'm, I'm, I want you. Let, let, so, so, if we're royal priesthood, let, let's let unto what? What do priests do? Because I want to stop with the word priesthood. We're gonna go back to the, the second Peter, but, but I want you to see what a priest do. Because if I'm a royal priesthood, I need to know what my job is. Yes. Okay. All right. Because, 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 ain't no you give me a job if I don't know the job description. Yes. And, and a lot of us, we in church, but we don't know job description. Because you, you think your job description was just to be a believer. See, see, it is, is, is. That's why, and I'm going go to go to Numbers. Go, go, to, go to Numbers. Numbers, the first chapter over there. But, but, but that's why um, um, a church ordination is so. Biblically, wasn't even a part of the priesthood. When 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 the tribes, the twelve tribes come about, the, the Bible says uh, when they got. As an elder in the household of faith, you are perpetually an elder. So I hear this. That no matter how ordained an elder and I become an alcoholic, I'm just a drunk elder. I can, I can never negate the fact that I'm ordained. When you're consecrated into something, So your eldership or your ordination can never be negated. So as priest in the Lord's church, despite your failures and your faults, you are still a priest. And you have a perpetual assignment. Read Psalm uh, uh, 1. Neither take the sum of them among the children of Israel. Uh -huh. That the priest's assignment is to be in charge of the tabernacle of testimony or the tent or the priest's assignment. That is.
I am building you. Tell your neighbor, I'm not only a priest, but I'm the tabernacle. I'm, 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 I'm the walking, moving, breathing tabernacle of God. I'm, 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 I'm responsible to make sure this tabernacle is always in order. Yes. See, 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 problem has become A walking, moving, breathing tabernacle. Of testimony uh -huh. and over all the vessels thereof. Okay, so, so they're in charge of the tabernacle. They're in charge of the they're, they're in charge. I want y'all to get this. They're in charge of the presence of God. When it's your responsibility, all right, because you're in charge of the presence. So, so when we, when we sat in church for years. You, if you didn't feel me, it's because you didn't take care of what you Things that belong to it. Uh huh. They shall bear the tabernacle and all the vessels. They're going to dwell around the tabernacle. Uh -huh. And when the tabernacle set up for the Levites. It, it says, when the tabernacle is set up. Over this, I'm responsible as a priest for the worship happens in my own life. I don't know what the organ gonna do. I'm not waiting. The Levite shall and the stranger that cometh and every man man. You study, I gotta hurry. When you study the little appreciative.
churches are stable. They they carried it everywhere they went. They carry the tent. Now here's, here's the thing. The tent of meetings. Y'all say that with me. The tent of meetings. place people met God. It's the place where people met God. To organize, take ownership, be in charge of the tent of was the place then we come into play and God says you are the tabernacle you are the priest you carry it with you you are a living worshiper and so everywhere you go and you set up Responsible as a priest to make sure people meet God. Come on now. now let, me, let me ask you a question. Have, have you been doing your priestly duty? Yes. You are the tent. With God. If people are coming, come. Because the tent, the tent of meetings, and they carried the presence. Every time, see, that's why I can't, I can't tell you, your life has to be a life of worship. It has to be perpetual. It, it can't be, I'm worshiping today, but I ain't worshiping tomorrow. The bank account going to red, my worship is gone. It has to be perpetual. That says no matter what's going on in my life. That's why David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That my worship is not predicated on what I'm going through. My worship is predicated on he is God. And I have a perpetual assignment to worship him. Because through you, people ought to meet God. Come in contact with you. Here's the problem. Had an assignment. And the assignment was to set the atmosphere. 
on your job? Are you being a priest? Go in order to be a priest, I got to be loud. When the tent was set up, the people recognized that. <laughs> because wherever the tent set up, there was a cloud. That when you have a worship relationship with God, wherever you go, there's going to be a cloud. You ain't going to have to tell people you saved. They're going to know you saved because there's going to be a presence. You, you ain't going to have to tell them, oh, I spent four hours in prayer. And we don't care if you spent ten minutes. You won't need to know that. We want to be able to sense and feel the presence of God because you are a priest. And because yeah, so I want to encourage you to think about time is up. I want to encourage you as the people of God that you start worshiping him from the fact I'm a priest in the kingdom. My Lord. I have a perpetual all time I am to carry his presence. I want y'all to catch what I said to y'all earlier. I'm a drink, I'm just a drunk priest. See, our problem is we allow our self conduct Embody who you are. Because you know what I'm I had a responsibility. I'm a place where people encounter God. And because I am that place, 
walk different, talk different, act different. Say this not true. I recall years ago. Years ago, I was my former pastor, I was I was her first male armor bearer. She was a female, I was her first male armor bearer. She always had female armor bearers. When she made me her armor bearer, I was kind of like, okay, we're gonna go with that's about okay. So everybody leaves me. And the more I served, Because I kept saying, you can't serve and do that. Right. You, 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 no, no, you, 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 you can't go out to the club on Friday and call yourself repentant on Saturday. You got to say about your relationship, your walk with God. That because you're a priest, you start saying, no, no, I, I can't wait to Saturday night to worship. I can't, I can't, no, no, no. I can't wait to Sunday morning before I go to church. Because I don't know when I'm going to have to set up. Yes, yes, yes. I, I don't know when. I don't know when I'm going to have to lay hands on the sick and they're going to have to recover. I don't know when I'm going to have to cast out a devil. I don't know when I'm It's not what we do. It's who you are. Yes. We'll continue next week. Give me a rest of my new feet. Give me a rest of my new feet. But you're a priest. You're a priest. You are a priest. And as a priest of the Most High God, what I need us to do more than anything else is to start to walk in our priesthood. Yes. To start walking in our authority, walking in our anointing, walking in our assignment, because you are priests. You have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to set up worship, create an environment. You have a responsibility to be in the tent of meetings where people meet God. Said this, I've been saying this for years, I'm gonna say it again. I said, what's our old trick? I used to tell you, if you and even in the world, when people come in contact with you, they'll come in contact with God. They'll come in contact with the living Savior. Hear me say to God. People are hungry for the living bread. Yeah. Folk not looking for entertainment. Folk tired of entertainment. 
Folk don't come to church to be entertained. Folk are coming to church to say, I want to experience God. I want, I want to know where I can meet this God y'all be talking about. And if I can't meet him with y'all, I'm going to meet him hopefully with the Jehovah's Witness. If I can't meet him with them, I'm going to meet him with the Muslims. But I'm trying to meet this God. So we've got to be that perpetual worshiper. Eyes closed, hands lifted. Father, Lord, prepare us to be sanctuaries, pure and holy, tried and true. God, help us with thanksgiving to be living sanctuaries for you. God, you are building us up to be spiritual houses that we would show forth your glory, your praise. You're building us, God, that we will be examples today. And that every individual who is in this place make them perpetual worshipers. Help them to understand they are priests of the Roman priesthood. That we should show forth the praise of who has called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. And Father, I pray today even those who may see us by a social platform that they would recognize who they are and start walking in their assignments that you may be glorified, magnified, and praised. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Could you hallelujah loud voice? Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.